This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Geist Note, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Episode 67. Not in the treehouse. <laughs> Not in the treehouse. I was, and it's been a minute since we've heard our in our minute. intro song. And man, we were jamming. We were getting down. Put me up. <laughs> that was almost as good of an intro as my one at Katie's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be talking all about Katie's wedding throughout this episode. Because much like the last one, I think this one's going to be a little unhinged. Because... We've got a lot I'm to talk chaotic about. I'm already chaotic and you've only <laughs> been here. You've already been here an hour. We should have started this an hour ago. Yeah, I have been here an hour. It usually takes us a minute to get set up and stuff, but not an hour. Not an hour. I've, I'm all over the place. Friends. Yeah, I like I like it because I'm usually the chaotic one. And this time I'm sitting here calm, cool as a cucumber. Oh, you've never been calm, <laughs> cool as a cucumber one day in your life. <laughs> You're so full of it. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay. I just thought of something I need to add to the show notes. Hey. Yeah. So, speaking of not being in the treehouse, let's just go ahead and knock this one out now. Ivy has moved. I did move. Yeah. A month ago. <laughs> I just unpacked the boxes, most of them anyway, yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's been, mm-hmm. it's been busy. Just as I said it was going to be when we announced that we were going to have to take a bit of a hiatus because I knew that it was going to be chaos. Yes. In my life. And mm-hmm. it indeed was chaos in my life. But I moved. Uh, I'm not upstairs. I'm on the first floor of my new apartment. And Uh I don't face the pool, which was where we were going with the name The Bungalow. So we need a new name for my apartment. Uh Uh-huh. 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 So I don't know what to say, though. I still have big windows. It's very sunny. It's very cute. Uh Uh-huh. I'm obsessed with my apartment. That should be just my obsession. I'm obsessed with this house. (laughs) It is so cute. I'm just as obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. It's so it's like ideal place. Like location is very ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a very delicious Mexican food place next to me that I go at least twice a week to. Awesome. <laughs> um, I have a super deluxe walk-in shower. No bathtub, oh, just the walk-in shower. It is beautiful. It's so it's good. It's beautiful. It's probably like three and a half feet four feet wide six feet long it's gorgeous yeah it's super spacious in there. yeah <laughs> also the shower head is one of those waterfall like rainfall ones and it is at least eight feet up in the air so nice. i'm not crouched down i don't have to like i f- yes yes because the bathroom in the treehouse the roof was maybe six feet yeah, the, the, it was a very small bathroom in the treehouse. <laughs> a very small bathroom in the treehouse. It was like, they were like, here's your big open area, but the bathroom, nah. no. But yeah, no, I love it. And the bathroom is nice and big. The double vanities, yeah. so cute. Double vanity with yeah. the like marbly countertop. Mm-hmm. Kitchen has marble countertop. The um, kitchen is I have a big ass light, island. light years ahead of your previous kitchen. Yeah, there's a big island with like a farmhouse. Isn't that the style yep, of sink it is? Yep, farmhouse sink. 
uh, all jealous. the appliances work the way that they're supposed to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let oh, me and she's you. got a built-in microwave. You don't even need your little red one anymore. No, I actually gave that to someone who does need a microwave. Oh, it's found a new home. Yes. I love that. Um, so it was a trooper. Yeah. Shout out Allison. Right? Um, it, it's been through like five different people. Yeah. And college for Allison. Yeah. I mean, so Allison, Ivy, Katie, Mommy, new person. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then super nice cabinetry. I don't know. It's it's the best. But I'll, let me tell you what the best part is. I sleep all night long. Oh, that's so great. I love that for I you. I sleep all night. Yeah. I've slept every night since I moved in that I've been mm-hmm. home. Well, mm-hmm. when I'm not home, I've been other places where I've been sleeping just fine. So that's yes. fine. Awesome. Um, but excuse me. Uh, yeah, I sleep all night. My apartment doesn't smell like weed. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, it smells exactly like the candles that I'm burning. So that's (laughs) been pleasant. I don't have to burn candles all the time that I'm allergic to, to cover up the weed smell. So yeah, no, this, this, it's awesome. It's so cute. And parking for me was easy. Yeah. Parking is easy. I have an app that controls like the majority of things. My storage closet, even on my patio, is huge. It's that whole area behind you, like from the oh, door to the wall. To the wall. Wow. It's gigantic in there. And just as tall as this? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, so it's super nice, super tall. Uh, I, I have zero complaints about this apartment. That zero. is awesome. I'm I'm so happy to hear that because that's exactly what you were hoping for. Yeah. Was to move to a spot that served you the way that you needed it to serve you i did um just get new neighbors that live above me now Mm -hmm. uh last weekend maybe the yeah last weekend all i remember is that i was sleeping in (laughs) and i heard this like just nonsense going on upstairs and i was like are they moving out are they moving in because it sounds like a herd of elephants and i was like this is wild to me but it sounded like a move in Uh uh-huh because you could hear things being like shifted around and moved around and I was like, they're moving in. They did move in. They do stomp around a lot. But if that's the least of my worries, that's the least. Of, I mean, I'm really not home that often. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. as evident by the fact that I just unpacked yesterday. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was a, a bit of an adjustment to get used to. Last night, I think they threw a party. And oh, so okay. people were like out on their patio, which like woke me up. But it was also I had fallen asleep watching Netflix. So it was like midnight. So it mm-hmm. wasn't like. 3 a.m. and this wild rager is going on right but that's it that's that's been the only time i've woken up because of something that's awesome i was actually like this and it was just because of noise well and not terribly loud noise it wasn't even terribly loud noise Mm -hmm. i just had fallen asleep watching netflix so i was like so it was it's not you know people screaming they're not screaming they're not fighting they're not even these ones upstairs they're not fighting at least not that i can hear i will Mm -hmm. say that (laughs) I had just barely like moved in maybe like three weeks I'd been living in the apartment mm-hmm. and I paid my rent and then like three days later I walk into my apartment it's like 11 o'clock at night yes and there was an eviction notice on the tape to the inside of my door oh my goodness and I was like excuse excuse me what so I like go crazy for like 30 seconds and then I actually read the notice and it was not for me it was obviously <laughs> right um logically i knew that irrationally i was like ah yeah yeah so then the next day i was trying to remember to take it to my apartment like 
because it was Friday night when I walked in and saw it. So Saturday, yeah. I had to keep trying to like go to the office. To, but they were giving like apparently a ton of tours because it was constantly locked oh no so i finally went in and was like uh hey this was on my door and she was like oh my god we just got a new manager well one of the girls just got promoted to manager and she was like i'm sure she just wrote down the wrong apartment number to put it in and then maintenance just stuck it in there and i was like the Ugh. way that i had a heart attack yeah because i thought that this was I don't even know what. Yeah, you're like, already, I'm out. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I've made a I mistake. Even, I haven't even unpacked yeah. yet. I was like, uh, and then they came, they had to do like some uh, fire inspection. Uh-huh. And I was like, I felt so bad because they had to come into my apartment and navigate the oh, hundreds yes. of boxes yeah. that were all over the place um, to do the, the sprinkler and the um, fire extinguisher inspection. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, they're probably like this girl moved in like three weeks ago if only they knew that i just unpacked literally when did i move exactly a month ago yeah yeah well a month and a couple weeks Uh, yeah i was gonna say actually no (laughs) yeah so and it took me until now wow and really i probably would have let it go even longer even though it was starting to make me crazy but i probably would have let it go even longer except that i want a christmas tree and last year I threw my Christmas tree away because I knew if I threw it away, I would move. <laughs> <laughs> the logic. Yeah. I was like, I'm throwing away the Christmas tree because I'm going to move and I don't want to move the Christmas tree that I don't even really like that much. So uh-huh. I'm going to throw away the tree and I'm going to put it out there that I am moving. Yeah. And look what happened. I moved. Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So that's the that's the spiel on my new apartment. So what kind of trees have you been looking at for in here? Because these these ceilings are real tall. I could not have a very tall Christmas tree in my house. Um. Well, I that's a good point actually. Now that you bring that up, because I was looking at like a seven and a half footer. Oh, but that's I feel nice. Like I could go higher in here. No, I think seven and a half feet would be nice. The problem is seven and a half any higher. I still have to decorate all of that. You have to decorate all of it, and the taller it is, the wider it goes out as it comes down the tree which I'm, I'm okay with i like a big fluffy tree okay okay so i've been debating going to uh costco mm-hmm. or like lowe's or home depot to get a tree yeah i was telling my dad that i needed a new tree and he was like we got ours at costco but my dad also has like 20 feet ceilings right so he has like a 14 foot christmas tree yeah um and we saw some super cute ones at lowe's we did see some really cute ones at lowe's yeah and i know costco sells smaller ones like i'm not right 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 so maybe but i my only requirements are i want it to go together in three pieces and i want it to be pre-lit yeah that's (laughs) other than that i don't i like because my tree before did not have i had to put the lights on and i had to put every individual branch in Oh yeah, absolutely not. And I did that for like five years with that tree. Yeah, pre-lit is the way to I go. Because I traded my pre-lit three-piece put together one to my friend, Charity. Uh-huh. Because she needed a smaller tree for her apartment and I needed a bigger tree for my apartment. So we traded. Oh, I understand now. Yeah. Yeah. So we traded trees and then I was like, this tree's gotta go well no wonder you like to put it up so early if it was such a hassle oh yeah i would put it up because you know so that you could enjoy it. i would spend like half the day setting that tree up dang yeah that's not for me it was atrocious <laughs> and then my my ruthie that i work with 
um, she was talking about every single year she changes the decorations for her Christmas. Whoa. Yeah. Every year she picks a new theme for the tree and she's like, well, you've been doing beach theme for like years now. So what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm sticking with the beach. I'm going to do the beach. I was like, I don't think you understand how happy it makes me when I see like a starfish and a jellyfish on my Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. And some mermaids. Yeah. Yeah. I can't complain. Yeah. Not even one little bit. Mm -mm. I was like, I, first of all, I don't know how you invest the time and energy into picking a new theme every year. Right. Could not do it. But I was like, but also like, I guess like if you're just getting like the ball ornaments, those are like 10 bucks. So that's, I guess, not that big of a financial investment. But I'm like, "Uh, excuse me, what? I like my tree. It's just a hodgepodge of ornaments. I like the hodgepodge of ornaments. If you can, if you can have the whole tree, a hodgepodge of ornaments. My whole tree is a hodgepodge of ornaments. Because I have two little trees that I had in the entryway (laughs) of my old apartment, which I think now are going to go in the mud room area of this apartment. Cute. Yeah, that's a good idea. And those ones were where I put your hodgepodge, my hodgepodge ornaments, but Uh it still like physically pained me to do it. (laughs) But there are two little trees full of hodgepodge. Two little trees full of hodgepodge. They were in the corner. So you really only the front half of the tree had to be seen. It still like drove me absolutely insane. Huh. That's why I'm a crazy person. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's all right. You can be a crazy person. But you know, the thing about it is, other than the fact that I'm insane, is that everybody gets on board when I put out these ideas. Like my Christmas tree is going to be beach themed. Then what do I get? Nothing but beach themed ornaments. Well, yeah. I mean, we all love you. Yeah. I Today I posted on my Snapchat story because I was unpacking some boxes and I unpacked all my hard rock cups. Those are an obsession of mine. Yep. Everybody knows it. So I have cups from all over the place because when people go on trips, they're like, I got you a shot glass. Yeah. No, Katie brought you one home from her honeymoon. Yeah. Katie got me one. Allison brought me home one from New York one time. Uh I have one from Cartagena when uh, Jocelyn went. I have uh, a whole ton from Southeast Asia because my uncle was in Guam. So when Mm -hmm. they would go on trips, like I've got a ton. Yeah. Um, Didn't you get like Bora Bora or something from Lisa? And Dr. K, did they bring you one? Mm, no, I have. Oh, ba- I me. have Angkor. Angkor. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Germany because my grandparents got me one in Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have a ton. I have a gold one from Playa Riviera, Riviera Maya, maybe. My dad brought me home one time. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, look, Ivy, it's gold. It's awesome. <laughs> I have Venice and Rome. Uh-huh. So... I got them all. all no, and, not all. And Dallas. I have like three for Dallas and I cannot <laughs> figure out why I have three for Dallas. I'm like, what the fuck happened here that I ended up with? And I have Memphis, even though I will never go to Memphis again. And I have Nashville. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. So I have some like, I have some what I would call boring cities. I have San Antonio, <laughs> Dallas. I think I have one for Houston. <laughs> but i also have the boring cities. i have san diego mm-hmm. <laughs> but i was looking at it today and i posted it on my snapchat story because i was like i mentioned like one time that this is what i wanted to collect and my people have really come through for me <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so anyway i love it yeah. i love it i've been obsessing about just some kind of weird things but a lot of it is tiktok related like ah. cleaning talk love it I love to watch it. I love to watch people clean. It inspires me to want to clean. So I go and I get it done. 
Uh, like last weekend, I rearranged my living room, created a whole gallery wall, did all of the cleaning, like super duper cleaned, you know, for the five minutes before the dogs messed it all up again. <laughs> and um, it felt so good. And that, that was all like inspired by clean dog. But I really like watching people like scrub stuff. And it goes from like dirty to clean. It is quite satisfying to mm-hmm. see, but it. And listen, we just talked about how I have lived in absolute chaos for a month. Yeah, but it. I can't. I cannot imagine, like, letting the bathtub get that gross. Oh, or absolutely. Whatever it is. And, yeah. And I have lived in some chaotic situations where I've been like, man, I cannot believe I let this get like this. Yeah. But even when I was talking to my sweet baby cousin, Courtney, yesterday, um, I was talking to her and she was like, okay, I feel better. And I was like, you do? And she's like, I cleaned the baseboards. And I was like, dude, a good baseboard cleaning. There's nothing like it. I swear. I was like, honestly, cleaning the baseboards is like a 10 minute, five minute task, but it will make you feel better. Yeah, for sure. Just wipe it down with a little dust duster. Yeah. Yeah. And just, but let me tell you, one of the perks of living in this apartment is that there is a company that we can just say like, hey, come clean my baseboards. Wow. It's like 10 bucks. That's Or awesome. they'll do the whole apartment, the whole thing, the bathroom, the whole situation for like $100. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm going to make that investment. I absolutely would. I, I keep going kind of back and forth about wanting to see about getting somebody to come clean my house, you know, like once a month. Mm-hmm. Just come yeah, in. Yeah, once a month. Do like a clean. Do like, yeah, a clean, clean. And so I'm thinking about, well, there's lots of different things. Like I'm going to probably turn off my cable and like all of these different things that will save me money to allow me to pay for somebody to come in and clean. Cause I, I like to clean my house, but there are times where it just gets to be too overwhelming for me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And so then I end up not. Well, you can, you can tell these people like you want them to come in and do like certain chores. Uh Uh-huh. Which I have thought I about love. doing just to be like, just come clean. The, I hate cleaning the bathroom. I will clean yeah. everything else. I just don't want to clean the bathroom. Yeah. Laundry, I don't mind doing. The dishes, I don't mind doing. Mm-hmm. I hate cleaning the bathroom. And I'm like, I will literally pay $40 every two weeks for you to come clean. the Like deep clean the bathroom is what I'm talking right, about. Right, Not right, like right. Yeah. Running the toilet brush around or whatever. Right. Like yeah. Deep, Getting in the shower, cleaning the, the out, like yeah. the whole thing. They'll come yeah. do that. Because like, you've got a wall of glass. Yeah. For your shower door situation and that you know that would be a pain in the butt to clean yeah have them come clean it exactly mm-hmm. so i'm like i think i'm gonna just do, 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 do. can you come clean this i like it for like 120 bucks they do the first one and they do everything and then uh-huh. after that they'll do like touch-ups or whatever you want or you can tell them like once a month come in and nice and do the whole thing well, that's great there's also a dry clean situation down the hall nice you can just like go tell them oh i want this dry clean and they'll like pick it up and put it back the next day oh dude that's rad yeah I like it. This this apartment is great. I love it. And it's so much light. You know, it doesn't seem like it. You've got a window and a door, but it lets in so much light. Well, when I was telling, because the girl that at the leasing office, I was like, the only thing that I will be like so sad about is that my apartment has the best light. And mm-hmm. so it just had the best natural light. And she was like, well, I have one for you that has a ton of good natural light yeah yeah this is great 
And I even have the blinds like kind of closed right now because I had them wide open and then I was feeling very self-conscious about all the boxes that are still out. So I like <laughs> shut them back up a little. Uh-huh. But anyways. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be great. It's good when when you're um, when, when you're done with all of this, it's going to be so great. But like along the lines of the cleaning talk. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of obsessed with minimalizing like i min, min, i want to you're obsessed ha- with marie condoing your yes house. thank you i, w- I want to get rid of the stuff i don't need i don't you know i want it to be minimalist because the more stuff i have the more stuff i have to clean the more stuff i have to you know dust every week i have to water all the plants i have to do all the things and sometimes that's a little bit daunting for me and um so i'm like obsessed in my head about being a minimalist and getting rid of things and the thing I have come to understand about myself is I'm actually a maximalist I want all of this stuff all around me all the time everybody (laughs) else already do that (laughs) I'm coming to terms with it no 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 I'm coming to terms with it all of us already knew that it is so funny because I'm like looking at like the walls in like so I've got a gallery wall in each room basically so I've got one that's in my um office I've got one that's in my bedroom I've got now one that's in my living room and I'm thinking about all of the things that I've got like kind of in places like even in my bedroom I've got a desk that I've got just stuff on top of that's like all my witchy shit and I'm like I love all this witchy shit I don't want to get rid of any of it I thought that (laughs) was like your uh your uh what are those things called an altar yeah yeah it, it has basically turned into my altar yeah and I've got plants on it and stuff and I just like I love it <laughs> I was like there was a while I was trying to get rid of all of the books like I was like I don't need any of these books and then I was like no you know what I just need more bookshelves <laughs> yeah that's me literally just now I was telling you that I think I need one more bookshelf it's so funny and so then I mean Sweet you, you're like, I was all, hey, I need a bookshelf that I want to have in my office closet to be like a toy shelf, you know, like for grandbabies and games and stuff for when people come over and um, you're like, I just so happen to have one. And I was like, excellent. This is going to free up some space in my bookshelf. (laughs) Listen, I think that bookshelves are a superior way to store things. I also think that they have a lot of character to them when you do that. And I think that that... I think that that becoming more of like a social, like more people are doing it. Mm -hmm. And so then it's not like, oh, you're just, you've got all this clutter. I'm like, no, I have curated that bookshelf. Okay. Like I picked where every single thing was going to go and how it was going to go and what it was going to look like. Yep. And it brings me joy. Yep. Yeah. I have one friend in particular who has lots of collections of things. He's got, it's Dustin. He's got Legos. He's got those little dunnies. He's got. I don't know, all sorts of things. If you've ever been to his house and done the podcast and actually gone into his house, you see there's just stuff everywhere. And I'm like, you've got so much stuff. And then I'm all, oh man, I'm a pot calling the kettle black. (laughs) Well, I definitely for this apartment wanted to like maintain the minimalist, like I want it to stay open and airy and Uh, very relaxing. Yeah. And so I've been working very hard on that. Literally, I think I have thrown away in the last two days Mm -hmm. seven bags of trash that's awesome that's so that's so great it 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 is great and it's smart and you were talking about 
some clothes that you're putting away and you're like, I actually, I want to try each piece on and see if I even like it anymore. And if not, it's going away. And I was like, oh, that's smart. That is so smart. It's such a good thing to do. My room is currently flooded with clothes and I couldn't even tell you what half of them are. So I'm like, why would I just put them in my closet? Like, yeah, can't, yeah, can't do that. So yeah, that's definitely one that I have to figure out, but that's a different project for a different day. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Very cool. Um, so the other TikTok thing I've been obsessing about is Small Town Me, Emily Caraville on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I know that you watch her too. Um, and she... I didn't recognize her name at all, but I heard her voice and uh-huh. knew who, who it was. Because she's a very distinctive way of speaking. Well, she's from like Minnesota or oh, that Michigan or something. She's she's Midwest and like North Northern Midwest. Yeah. And... She lives on this beautiful farm. Like, they've got money. Yeah, I know. Because when she posts her, like, party outfits and stuff, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I'm obsessed. I So am I. And she's got, like, these cute, like, Prada hair clips and stuff. And I was like, mm. goals. Amazing. But she's got a craft room that is to die for. And oh, she yeah. wraps these gifts in... A magical way. And yesterday, I'm going to be talking about this a little bit more later. But yesterday, I was going out to Romney for a music festival. And I saw a um, Goodwill. And I was like, a small town Goodwill. That's got to be great, right? And no, it wasn't. But right behind the Goodwill was a tractor supply. And I went beelining for that tractor supply to find the chicken wrapping paper that Emily Caravo had on her TikTok page. And I found it. And I messaged uh, auntie well I was like look at where I am and then I was like I found the wrapping paper and she messaged me back and she was like <gasps> obsessed I'm going as soon as I possibly can and she texted me she's like Richard's making me wait for him but then like two hours later I got the wrapping paper so, <laughs> me and so auntie- my Christmas presents are gonna be wrapped in chicken chicken paper? wrapping paper you know I that's so funny because I I don't so so I used to buy wrapping paper based on the person I was giving the gift to uh-huh. and now I just want it to look like it's from me oh I love so, that yes that's all of the wrapping great way paper, to think about it well obviously all of the wrapping paper is like uh metallic or gold flaked or covered in glitter <laughs> <laughs> and you will it. know that that's from me <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, your father and I went to Costco one time when we were still living in California and uh, bought wrapping paper the for Christmas. The rolls of wrapping paper I've ever seen in my I life. I still have three of them and I use them. I'm finally getting to the ends of some of them. I, I finally got to the end of the... Um, of the Transformers wrapping paper. Oh, I love the Transformers one. But I mean, I've had it for probably 20 years. And 20 happy Christmases. <laughs> every year I know that that is my gift. Yeah. The, and then the Tinkerbell one for Katie. Yeah. Every year is that, that pretty green, that soft green. She loves it. It's wild that it has, I mean, 20 years. And, uh, you know, like we bought it for like, I don't know, maybe like $6 a roll at Costco. 20 years ago (laughs) so but yeah i am obsessed with her i do i really do like her a lot um speaking of watching things i 
when I was unpacking yesterday, mm-hmm. watched the entire season of Selling the OC. <laughs> so it's with those two little bitty guys from Selling Sunset, right? Yeah. Jason and whatever his brother's name is. Yep. 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 But Jason was really the only one who was on the season. group or something. Yeah. The Omni- Opper, Opper, Opp- Oppenheim, Oppenheim, group. Oppenheim group. That's their last name, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. So they open. So at the end of Selling Sunset. Yes. They opened the Selling the OC office office and they yes. were all at the party and so that and that all the new agents were at the party as well yes so you kind of saw a glimpse of them but not really right so the news selling the oc it's about the oc office yeah and they're selling like uh they're selling you know all of the big the big areas in the oc so laguna beach and uh newport beach and uh-huh. all of those mm-hmm. areas that are very very affluent areas and so they're selling these like 20 million dollar houses Dude. and like i mean the houses i like to watch those those real estate shows because i like to see the houses yeah i don't really care about the petty drama between the agents and there in fact there's at least three on this season that i could care not care less if they got that booted from mm-hmm. the show mm-hmm. or from the agency honestly they're not really selling houses so what are you doing there yeah um but there's one who like, like christine just there for the drama no christine sells houses okay she can be both <laughs> Por no los dos? because she is both and she is that bitch no i will not tolerate any christine slander on this show i hate her forehead i no. can't get past it i am obsessed all with her. i do is look at it nope. and i'm like oh my gosh you fixed everything her. else i bought her book did you really yeah huh? how to be a boss ass bitch oh i mean it's great 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 title for a book that is a great title for a book i'm but. very intrigued to read it because she did totally transform her life from like tiny town texas to selling these gigantic houses in california yeah regardless that's on my tbr list that will never be finished yeah at this rate. So, so selling the oc selling the oc is about all these new the but they all live there too so like one of the dudes that's the real estate agent he like gets up and surfs every morning and then he goes and sells these houses nice and then uh like so uh, they are very, they're a very interesting group there's one girl who cries about everything and i wish that she wouldn't and there's another girl <laughs> who like instigates everything and i'm like what but um they in on the show they had a uh they had reached a hundred million dollars in sales wow and so jason threw them a yacht party nice and so i texted the group chat and i was like for one of my birthdays undecided when i'm having a yacht party so everybody get ready because we're going to fly to California and we're going to go on a yacht. Because <laughs> what am I going to do? A yacht party on Grapevine Lake? No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no we're going to have to fly to California for that. What a shame. Um, and then you'll yacht it out to Catalina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have to go to San Diego. <laughs> Uh, the only other acceptable option is Marina Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so anyways, I just, and everybody was like, okay. And I was like, you see, this is why I love you guys. Um, On board. Yeah. I said, I want a yacht party. Everybody was like, cool, we're in. Um, so anyways, it was just a very, it's a very different vibe from selling Sunset, obviously. Yeah. But the, there's like one of the guys, oh, the surfer dude, he's married to Brittany Snow. No, Brittany Snow died. No, Brittany Snow's still alive. I think Brittany Snow's still alive. She's the blonde. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's in musicals. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. in Pitch Perfect. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. She. He's married to her. Oh, wow. 
Um, and his dad owns a real estate agency. And so he, when the Oppenheim group was going to open in Orange County, he was like, I'm going to leave the family real estate agency. I'm going to go try to be my own agent. Aha. Uh-huh. So one of the big plot lines is that he sold his very first house. Oh, cool. But then there's this one dude. His name is Gio. His mom is like constantly on the show. Cause I guess his mom was like a big real estate agent in Orange County and then she retired. Mm-hmm. And so he is also like, he sells huge, huge, huge contract houses. And he's always talking about how he's the only one that makes any money <laughs> for the office. Well, then there's two girls. Their, their names are both Alex, Alexandra. So they just go, they call them Alexandra Rose. They call them Rose and Jarvis. Cause those are their last names. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody likes them. I do like them. You know why they have results. Yeah. And they're always like, you're bullies, you're bullies. They're like, we're, we literally, like, they don't even talk to them. They, they, you can't be a bully if you're not talking to people. Right. Anyways, Gio invites them over to meet his mom because he's like, I just want to be friends with them. So he makes like tea and crumpet, tea and like uh, cucumber sandwiches for them and invites his mom over. It's so stinking cute. Oh my gosh. And his wife is very pretty. And they live right on the uh, right on the marina in Newport. I'm gonna have to watch the show. Yeah, it's great. That's awesome. I'm glad I sold it to you. Yeah, yeah, you for sure did. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. So it was well worth the watch yesterday. Huh? Yeah, and it helped keep me like somewhat in line while I was trying to. There, I mean, there were a couple times where I was like, "What just happened?" And I like <laughs> sat back down. But I mean, obviously, I made huge progress. So yeah, no, you really did. Most of the progress was when Courtney called me, but. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, the other thing that you got me hooked on uh, is Sister Wives. Oh. I haven't watched Sister Wives since the first season. I didn't care about it. Yeah. Uh, it's a wild concept. But I, I started watching it again this season with you or because of you. I was like, I've not been watching it, but because I brought it up that day. Yeah. And it is wild. And the amount of people who are obsessed with this show, like Monday mornings, I, I'll turn on YouTube as like as soon as I log into work so I can like listen to stuff as I'm working. Uh-huh. Almost always there's just drops and drops and drops of people commenting on the Sister Wives episode from the night before. Wow. Yeah. And there's one uh, called Pop Psych Dad or something. And he is a psychologist and he breaks down Cody's behavior. Ooh, I bet that's good. And it is so good. Ooh, I bet that's good. Yeah, it is so good. And he's, it talks about just the narcissism of him and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, how anybody can stand Robin is oh, beyond I hate Robin. me. I hate her. <laughs> I hated her when the very first episode where they were like, he's like, this is my girlfriend, Robin. I was like, I hate your guts. Yeah. I already have a bad vibe about you. I can tell. Yeah. And then it's just gone from there. I was yeah. right. Trust your gut. Yeah, for sure. So it's been a, a very interesting season. I've really enjoyed it. I probably won't watch another season. <laughs> <laughs> but that one. But this one has been really good. And it is amazing at how everything is everybody else's fault. It's not Cody's fault. Oh, it's, it's not never. Robin's fault. It is. It is, uh, you know. He has bad relationships with all of these people because of them, not because of him. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And to hear him really kind of pick on and pick fights with Janelle, mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, get out of there. there. You don't need to be there. You you of all of them do not need to be there. And Mary playing like she's a friggin' martyr because she, because Cody told her, 
go, you know, after the whole boyfriend, like fishing, catfishing incident. And she's like, I'm staying here because I hope that one day he's going to change his mind. I'm like, get the fudge out of there. Yeah. Lady. Holy crap. And he, and he has said so many times on this season's episodes, she could leave and I wouldn't care. Like, you know, in my head, I'm not married to her anymore. But they're not married. They got divorced so he could marry Robin. Right. But, you know, they're spiritually married. Oh, right. Yeah. So, but he's like, in my head, I'm not even spiritually married to her anymore. She could leave. She could move on with someone else and I would be okay with that. And I was like, okay, so Mary, in your head, not part of the family anymore. Um, but you will use her as as often as you need to, to, to for whatever reasons. And then um, Christine, out. Janelle basically on the rocks and out. So pretty soon you're going to be a monogamist. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to freak out because you never wanted monogamy. <laughs> um, it is wild. And to hear the, the ladies talk about growing up in polygamy and growing up in the church and, and how it's what you want. Not the church, their church. Yeah. The, yeah. Sorry. The, right. The church that they go to, whatever church that is. Um, how it's what you want. You want to be a sister wife. You, you. That's so weird to me. It is. It's bizarre. I could never, I could never. Yeah. I don't think I could ever do it. Yeah. But I, you know what? And I think, I always think, could I do it? I don't know if I could be a sister wife, but could I have like brother husbands? I always think that I could. And then like, I really think about it. I'm like, no, I probably couldn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's too much work. It's it is a lot of work. And I feel like you're going to have favorites. Like you could say, I don't have a favorite, but then you clearly do. Yeah. You're going to have, you're going to have favorites. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Or one's going to piss you off and you're going to be like, well, the good thing there's three others. Like what? <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, let me tell you something very exciting. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Taylor Swift released a new album. You uh-huh. may have heard it. It's great. It's a masterpiece, honestly. And there is a target version that I have been coveting. And I went on, well, we can get there, but it's only in stock in like three stores in DFW and I have got to go to one of them. Um, But because there is a Target exclusive song and Allison found it and she sent it to me and it's so good. And now I need the Target version of the album so that I can hear the Target exclusive song. Gotcha. All the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, the most important part is that she then released tickets to her tour and you had to be, uh, you had to sign up to be a verified ticket holder like a verified fan of Taylor Swift, essentially. Uh-huh. And I don't know how they verified that information because only a handful of people were then verified and texted a code. Like got an email with what their location was and then texted a code to get into the tour. So Allison, Courtney, and I all do it. Courtney is the only one who gets the verified code. Yeah. She gets in. She had to, she got for Dallas too. So, cause I was like, we'll go wherever, we'll do whatever, like whatever location you get we're going. Yeah. I was like, I don't care how much money I have to pay. I don't care how much the ticket costs. We're going to this concert. Yes. So she gets in the line at uh, 10 a.m. our time. So 9 a.m. her time. Mm -hmm. She waits in the queue until 6.30 p.m. our time. She calls me because she has finally gotten in. She's like texting me updates. I don't think we're going to get in, Ivy. It's not looking good. We're not going to get in. She calls me and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> we got in and she's like okay but the tickets are like up there and right. I was like listen t- 
Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. Like, we've got to go. Right. So she was like, okay. And I was like, I've been to a couple of shows at the Cowboy Stadium that are good. Like, it doesn't really matter where you sit. As mm-hmm. long as you're not behind the stage, you're good to go. Right. Yeah. So uh, she got us tickets. And then I saw this thing that said 2% of people got tickets. So now I'm, wild. Part, I'm part of the 2%. <laughs> That is wild. I I heard that uh, Taylor Swift might actually take down Ticketmaster. Well, yes, she's pissed because yeah. she was like, the whole thing is that we said, can you handle this volume? Yeah. And they said, yep. And we're going to make sure that like bots and stuff don't get the tickets, which yep. isn't what happened. Right. And uh, I think everybody needs to go back to remember that tour where Nine Inch Nails went on tour and Trent Reznor said, if you want tickets, you have to go to the venue and go get the ticket. Well, you know, when I was a kid, that is actually what we had to do. Yeah. I think we need to go back to that. Yeah. Because then you don't get these people. Like, literally, I saw an yep. account that I follow on Instagram who was like, we've got two tickets to Taylor Swift to give away. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Or you How had to did go, you get those tickets? Or you had to go to, the like, the record store and, and get it. But yeah. typically, you would have to go to the box office of wherever you were going. And I grew up in a small town, so I next to never went to concerts growing up where I did because... It was just impossible. You know, like, I mean, you could drive down to Santa Barbara, go to the Santa Barbara Bowl, go to their box office, buy the tickets and stuff. But like to go and spend the night and wait, you know, could get up early in the morning to go and yeah, all that stuff where you could call the box office, I guess, and get them. But um, it was not easy. It wasn't you didn't just go online and get tickets. Well, yeah. And then I was like, you know, because Courtney was getting a bit discouraged because she had been in that queue all day long. Uh-huh. And she's like, it's just not going to happen. And I was like, don't worry, because the pre- the regular people sale is on Friday. So I will try to get us tickets to that if you can't get in. But like, just stay where you're at. But if you can't get in, like, let's we'll figure it out. It'll be OK. We'll go. Yeah. And thank God she did because that general sale got canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Taylor Swift, because they couldn't handle it. Well, and they were like uncertain it. of what the inventory was that was left. And mm-hmm. so they were like, you know, we can't have this general sale because we think everything's already sold. Yeah. And I was like, that is insane to me. Yep. And I was like, I've never been so glad in my life that Courtney like had the day off. She was able to wait all day. Like she, that's what she said. She set it up on her iPad and she went about her day and she would like, she's like, I was trying to sleep at one point and I set an alarm for every 10 minutes and I would just wake <laughs> back up and be like, am I in? Am I in? Am I in? Wow. So, I mean, craziness to get those tickets, but we're going. That's awesome. So Courtney's going to fly down. I'm going to take that Friday off. Allison's going to come down. We're going to go. When is it? March 31st. Very cool. I yeah. love that. But I was like, I cannot believe we're going. And <laughs> I saw this girl on TikTok who was like crying because she didn't get tickets. And she's like, I've like my whole life wanted to go to a Taylor Swift concert. And I was like, you're like 21. Like, what do you mean your whole life? But I guess your whole life, she has been an artist. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was in high school. And Allison was like, no, it wasn't even Allison. It was one of my other friends who was like, have you heard this girl? And I was like, huh? And then I came home from school and you were like, Ivy, have you heard this girl? And I was like, (laughs) what? And then I was like, okay. And I like grew up with Taylor. Yeah. Because we were like the same age. Yeah. I think she's like one or two years older than me, maybe. Anyways, I was like, oh yeah, that is devastating. Oh, well, well, I would have been absolutely devastated. Not absolutely devastated, but I would have been bummed. Yeah. But I would have paid more money than what we paid. 
we actually paid a pretty decent price for our tickets. That's but I would have paid I would have paid a thousand dollars a ticket for those. <laughs> like I would have done anything to go to that concert. That is amazing. <laughs> I would have done anything to be at that concert. <laughs> Luckily, you know somebody that works at AT and T Stadium, so you might have been able to do something else. Yeah, but I was like, I will do. I will pay what because Courtney was like, "What's our budget?" I was like, "There's no budget, just whatever, whatever amount of money I have to pay to get to go to this concert, like I will do." Yeah, and she was like, "Ivy, that's insane," and I was like, mm. "It must be done." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think you understand. Yeah, it's going to be fun. You guys are going to have a really good time. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love it. So I love that for God you. is my obsession with Taylor Swift and, and the level it is now at. Very cool. Should we move on to what we've been up to? Yeah. You know what? We actually can move on to what we've been up to. Um, do you want to go ahead and talk about Thanksgiving first? It you was, mean my greatest life accomplishment? Yeah. Let's hear all about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Well, I did already tweet about this. So if you follow me on Twitter, which you should not, but if you did, <laughs> you saw that I've, I did the greatest thing I've ever done and it was convinced both of sets of my parents that we should only have breakfast food for Thanksgiving which is typically what we do because we watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade together yeah, but then you eat like regular Thanksgiving food later in the day I, I do all day only ate breakfast food <laughs> the whole day I only had breakfast that's awesome so I was at your house. We had a delicious breakfast. I drove to my dad's house where I had second breakfast. <laughs> and then later in the day when we wanted a snack, I had more breakfast food. That's awesome. I love it. It was the greatest thing I've ever done. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, what did you, I'm like, uh, like my boss was like, what did your mom make? And what did Ayla make? And I was like, Lisa, the greatest thing happened to me. I only <laughs> ate breakfast food because I don't like regular traditional Thanksgiving and Christmas foods. Right. And while we've already transitioned Christmas a long time ago. We moved past Christmas food. Oh, yeah, at least a decade ago. Yeah. We eat tacos at my dad's house. We eat enchiladas at my mom's house. It's the best. <laughs> the and, best. And we typically have like grazing, like charcuterie stuff kind of throughout the day yeah, yeah, yeah. at both places. And yeah. yeah. And like uh, a couple years ago, my entire family was going to be in town for Christmas. And we, I think we talked about it on the podcast. It was Courtney came on the show with her husband. Yep. Um, my whole family was going to be in town and there was this debate about what we should do for Christmas. And I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> why mess, are we having, we don't mess with why tradition. are we having a debate? We're having tacos. <laughs> we're having Puerto Rican rice and beans. I don't understand what the question is. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, well, wouldn't it be nice if we had like potatoes and ham and I don't know, whatever else people eat at Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, it, it actually would not be nice. Yeah, it was the best because Katie uh, and Nick like were they were like, well, we're going to be there for Thanksgiving dinner like at your house. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't had anybody here for Thanksgiving in years. So I was like, what do we want? And Katie was like, side dishes. <laughs> and I was like, which side dishes do you want? So she only wanted stovetop stuffing. Nice. Oh, that was it. A superior stuffing. Yeah. She wanted um, uh, mashed potatoes. So I bought like, you know, the good like steakhouse potatoes mm -hmm. and she wanted um, cranberry sauce and she wanted 
me to make my cranberry sauce, but I had her make it. I wanted to teach her how to make it. Yeah. And uh, she did an excellent job. She was very proud of herself. She sent me lots of pictures of the update, (laughs) of the process. It was so good. And then she made chicken and dumplings for us. Yeah. Which was delicious. I'm actually going to have the last of it tonight for dinner. Nice. And because it was so good. Oh, it was so yummy. Oh, and it was really fun. Then she had the little um, biscuits. Like you don't use the entire can of them. You Like there's three left or something. And she just cut them into quarters and threw them into the air fryer and baked them in there. Nice. Delicious. They were so good. And then uh, she wanted Hawaiian rolls. And <laughs> sister ate like six of them. It was cracking me up. Every time I turned around, she was coming back into the kitchen for another roll. <laughs> Listen, Hawaiian rolls are delicious. They're so good. I was uh, having a conversation the other day about how my dad eats keto. So he eats very low carb. And Mm -hmm. I was like, some of the stuff you're like, okay, yeah, this is good. And I was like, but let me tell you that I love carbs. (laughs) I love bread. Mm -hmm. I love bread. I love pasta. I love rice. I Mm -hmm. love basically everything. I like potatoes sometimes. Everything you're not really supposed to be like eating, I would eat like I mean, I just love it. Yeah. Like that breakfast casserole you made looked delicious. What all was in it? It was it was hash browns. Hash browns, onion, cream of chicken soup, uh, sour cream, salt pepper. It looked so yummy. It was like literally later in the day when dad and I were hungry again, we ate more of the hash browns casserole. It would be so good with like cubed ham. Uh, no, see? No. What are you doing? <laughs> the whole thing about this this masterpiece that I curated for that day was that there was no ham. There was no turkey. <laughs> it was just breakfast food. I okay, there was sausage, bacon, bacon and sausage. Yeah. Millionaire bacon and sausage. Millionaire bacon is delicious. It what has red pepper bacon? flakes. It has honey. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's really the only bacon I like, except I really enjoy turkey bacon. Yeah. So you really do. When we were at Katie's bachelorette party, we did a charcuterie night mm-hmm. um, when we did Starfall, which is from Akatar. Yeah. So everybody dressed all up and then we did charcuterie boards. And so we like Rachel and I did a very classic meats, cheese, olives, olives, mm-hmm. nuts kind of setup. Grapes. Um, and then uh, Katie and Tori did breakfast food. And so they had scrambled eggs and waffles and pancakes and turkey bacon and regular bacon. And then... Uh, Kate, Courtney and Tirza did dessert so they did like Nutella and Courtney made this pumpkin cheese di- cheesecake dip I don't know what it was <laughs> she said she had to modify the recipe because what they needed wasn't at the store and so she like made it up right there uh-huh it was so good awesome the problem was that we uh had bigger we had bigger stomachs in the store than we did oh absolutely so you we always do. I mean we like we bagged it all up and everybody kind of took the leftovers on their various trips mm-hmm. the next day like we had it at the airport and katie tori and taylor drove so they had a bunch of snacks on their drive home mm-hmm. but it was just it was so good it was a brilliant idea actually a charcuterie board night the thing is yeah. that we probably should have limited like the size of your charcuterie board yeah because the one that rachel and i made was gigantic <laughs> Because we kept going, there's eight of us, there's eight of us, but at no point did we go, there's eight of us and four other charcuterie boards or three other charcuterie boards. We just went, there's eight of us and just kept going. That is awesome. So it was very, it was fun. Speaking of Katie's bachelorette party, we climbed a, we climbed a mountain. That's what she wanted to do. (laughs) She wanted to climb the mountain. So we were in Colorado Springs and we drove up to this mountain, this hike 
mm-hmm. trail that was not supposed to be very hard, but it actually was quite difficult. <laughs> also, none of us, I think, were really prepared for the elevation uh, oh, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was, it was. We had, uh, we left part of our group at base camp, and then we kept going up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katie and I were the only ones who made it to the very top. Courtney started. Courtney made it almost. Taylor made it almost. Rachel made it almost. But mm-hmm. the last like probably 100 feet up it was hard and yeah. I work out every day yeah but I was like we had let Katie go because I was like I no bye I can't do any more of this and then this very sweet old lady she was like do 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 and I was like excuse me and she's like I hike this every weekend and I was Rad. like all right I can do it so I kept going and I made it up to the top with Katie and very cool the sweet little lady was like you guys where's your water and we're like, oh, it's down with our friends. And she was like, no, drink some of my water. There's electrolytes in it. Like, please. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I need you guys to. Katie and I did our secret handshake on the top of the mountain. Nice. And yeah, it was good. It was very good. Very cool. So it was a fun little trip. It was fast. That's Courtney, awesome. Um, flew into Denver. So part of my trip was going Driving. to get Courtney from Denver and then taking her back to Denver. And then we we're on the plane with Tara. So we flew back with Tara. And oh, then, fun. Uh, then we came home for a couple of weeks before the wedding. That's awesome. So the weekend that you guys were in Colorado, I went out camping in East Texas, um, kind of a little bit East of where Katie got married. And um, some friends have a hundred acres out there and it, they work with the Bureau of Land Management and Texas Parks and Wildlife. And, um, the land they have to maintain it to a certain degree and stuff but yeah, there yeah. was a meteor shower uh that weekend and this couple they're so sweet um they not only because my, my friend eric invited us to join this camping group and um we didn't know anybody and so heading out there uh we just kind of were like hey we're here you know introduced ourselves and you know made our way through throughout the day and then for the star watching party you walk through like they've got a little they've got a pond on their property and stuff and you're walking through these trees and you're going around and then you end up in this open field and they had the night before had driven um cars like through another part of the field to bring um those anti-gravity chairs out to the to the field so we're all just laying back in these anti-gravity chairs watching the the stars and the planets and it was awesome it was so so cool it was cool it was freezing cold but it was totally worth it and it was just gorgeous it was such a pretty pretty experience and then um, the next day, all of our friends showed up um, and what's going on out there? Nothing. Okay. All of our friends showed up and there was like a big communal breakfast. Um, they had a tea party. It was it was just so much fun. It was a really good time. Um, and it was just I mean, it was beautiful. And like that, you know, campfire and the, the fire ring is made from a. Uh, quartz like big giant quartz rocks that they found in um arkansas oh nice. like on property that you know one of their families has in arkansas and they brought it back so 
the rocks are all glittery. So the fire light is glittering off of these rocks. Oh, I'm obsessed with that. It was so gorgeous. I was like, this is such a fantastic idea. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> and it was it was just pretty. They had like uh, solar showers set up for people that needed to shower while they were camping. They had a big kitchen, like an outdoor camping kitchen set up. Everybody brought stuff to share with everyone. Um, like I brought lemon cakes and blueberries like for the, it was a fairy tea party. And um, it was just awesome. It was set, it was, I can't wait for the next one. It nice. was, it was great. It was really great. So That's awesome. Yeah. It was so much fun. Uh, but going back to Katie's wedding real quick. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Katie had to get her dress altered because she's teeny tiny. And so I was like, the only person that I know of is Mary Williams. And she was like, well, how do I ask her? And I was like, just, just ask her. Just say, hey, do you have the ability to alter a wedding dress? If not, you know, can you steer me in the right direction of like where I might possibly be able to go to get a wedding dress altered? And Mary said, of course I can do it. And so we drive up to Keller and we take the dress and I put it on Katie. And Mary is like looking at her for uh, maybe five minutes she's looking at her and at the back of this dress and stuff and she's kind of looking you know on the sides and she's looking in the back and she's like oh, okay and she put four pins in the back of the dress two on this side two on this side and she was like here's what I'm going to do I'm going to unpick all of this lace and I'm going to unpick every button and button hook out of this dress and she's like I'm going to bring this in like this and I'm going to bring it in down here like this and she was like and then I will put the lace back and I will put the the buttons back and the button the little hooks the little their little elastic you know yeah, yeah. and um I was like oh my gosh <laughs> okay and I was like well, how long do you think this will be she's like oh you know maybe about a week or so she's like you should be able to come get it next Saturday so I was like all right sweet so I go pick up her wedding dress the next Saturday and it's ready. And it's so, it looks perfect. It, I, like you wouldn't have even known it was altered. Yeah. It was so pretty. She did such a good job. And <laughs> I'm talking to Glenn, Mary's husband. I've known him for, I don't know, 20 years that we've lived in Texas. And uh, we're talking, he's asking me all sorts of questions about Katie and Nick and uh Mary's talking about like Phil and Bethany and we're talking about like every, like all of the families and kind of mid questions and stuff. This man, Glenn Williams, smoothest move I've ever seen in my life. He just starts walking with me towards the front door as he's asking me these questions and I'm giving him answers. And then he opens up the door and he's like, well, so nice to see you and just closes the door behind me. <laughs> That's brilliant. I was like, what the heck? I was like, what the heck just happened? I didn't even get to say bye to Mary. I didn't nothing. He just walked me to the door and led me out it and said, Amazing. see you later. That's the way I want everybody to leave my house. <laughs> it was a thing of beauty. I was amazed. That's I was awesome. shocked. And then, uh, like, I was like, don't you need Katie, like, to try on the dress? And Mary was like, nope. She's like, it'll be ready. And Katie comes to my house, like, as soon as she can to try on the dress fits like a glove yeah it fit her perfectly i was like holy moly that is some sort of witchcraft that i know nothing about that she could just 
four pins she had in the back of that dress. Yeah. And she just saw in her head what she needed to do to make it fit her perfectly. I mean, and it fit her perfectly. There was not an inch of of too much or too little, nothing. It was absolute perfection. Yeah. Amazing. Mary Williams, you're... That you. was great. Alternatively, yep. for Katie's <laughs> wedding. Um, so we're all in Rockwall. Uh-huh. And uh, I was at my dad's um, in Plano doing the seating chart. So I'm I'm working on these lines so that I can go in and write everybody's names at whatever table they're at mm-hmm. and, and do it. And I'm in the middle of doing all this math while my grandma's telling me some story that I'm trying not to listen to. And my phone starts ringing and it's Katie. And I was like, that's weird. I wonder what Katie's calling me about. And I pick up the phone and I say, hello, sister. And she says, Ivy Terrace dress is blue. No. And I said, what did you just say to me? (laughs) And she said, her dress is blue. And I was like, your wedding is tomorrow. (laughs) And I was like, okay, okay. And she's like, I've called every David's bridal in DFW. None of them have the dress. And I was like, okay, uh, I'll call you back. So I, Courtney and and Tirza and Noodle were at dad's house with me because we had all gone like a bridesmaid brunch. And then, so then we all went over to dad's. And so, uh, because we all have to be at the rehearsal dinner in a few hours. Uh So I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to, like, I have to fix this. Tara's dress can't be blue (laughs) because the rest of our dresses were a a very pretty cinnamon color. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, uh okay so courtney's like okay uh there's a there's a david's bridal in frisco and she's like well i figure that one out can allison get it because allison was coming from oklahoma city so she's like is there david's bridal in oklahoma city can allison bring it down with her and we'll just stick tara in the dress when allison gets there mm-hmm. and i was like that's a great idea but uh, let's call the let's call and see what's going on so courtney calls the one she's on hold with in frisco i give her the dress number courtney reads it off to them and they're like we actually do have that in stock, um, but you have to pay for it right now over the phone. And I was like, whatever we have to do, here's my credit card number, like right. get the dress. Yeah. So I call Katie back and I'm like, I've got the dress. I'm going to go get it. So we go to go get it. And uh, so we, we go to the David's bridal and we, we were, we took Patty with us, <laughs> Quintus's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We get to the David's bridal and they're like, we're like, we're here to pick up this dress. We just paid for it over the phone a couple hours ago. And they open up the dress and it's blue. And I was like, that's not it. And she's like, you're right. This is not it. And so she goes in the back and she's like, oh, this is the one. Because Courtney's on the phone with them and they're like, when do you need the dress? And Courtney's like, I need it today. And they're like, well, when's the wedding? And she's like, it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So we went and got the dress and it was all fine. And we gave Tara the dress. And I was like, and you will refund her for the blue one because the system says her wedding colors is cinnamon. So why you let her buy a blue dress and ordered it for her that day like yeah that's on you you give her her money back yeah so i texted her and i was like they'll let you return the blue one you'll get refunded for it and then here's this one mm-hmm. so that was that was the crisis that, that we dealt with and i was like man i wonder who like Kate, if i had been katie and one of my bridesmaids had a blue dress i would have absolutely <laughs> lost my mind so i was like man i wonder who was like call ivy because somebody at that point had to have like been and rachel was talking to to me and she was like no they said katie we have to tell you something 
Tara's dress is blue and she said I need to go call Ivy oh and so then I was like done fixed yeah next yeah there were a few snafus at Katie's wedding they were minimal and all in all it was just a beautiful day it was so fun and the and, rehearsal uh-huh. dinner was fun the rehearsal the, dinner was a blast at the at the brewery in Rockwall it was great and then let me yeah. tell you about the trauma that happened to me <laughs> oh no so this is post wedding the next day we get up we're going over to my dad's house we pack everything up my head is literally pounding because Aww. I was just like exhausted I think yeah 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 so we leave uh Last week sometime, I realized that my Louis Vuitton purse did not leave the hotel with me. Oh, man. So I realized this at like 1130 at night, too. So I'm like sobbing. Yeah. (laughs) I call the front desk and they're like, you have to talk to housekeeping and they have to like tell you if we got it. And I was like, I cannot believe that I'm literally banking on like the goodness of humanity right now because whoever cleaned the room whoever was in the room next like if they opened that drawer and saw it like yeah they could have just taken it yep and I was like I'm gonna have to tell Lisa because not only is it the purse that Lisa gave me for my birthday but my company credit card is in it like a check written out to me from the office is in it like all of these things yeah so I call Katie and I'm like Katie oh my god and she's like, Ivy, are you sure it's not in your car? Are you sure it's not in the bag? And I was like, I've already checked the bags. I know it's not in the car because I've been moving things around in the car constantly. Like I'm aware of what's inventoried in my car right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you sure? And I said, yes, because as soon as I thought, I don't know where that purse is. The memory of me putting it in the dresser to be like, I don't want this just out, like came back to me. Yeah. And so I was like, it's there or it's gone. But those are the two options. Like it's either in Frisco or it's not. I mean, mm-hmm. in Rockwall or it's not. So they're like, you know, they'll get here at 8 a.m. If you haven't heard from them by 10 a.m. Like that's what you you have to call again. So I call it like 958 because I still haven't heard anything. Yeah. And I call and I'm like, I need to talk to somebody in Lost and Found because my purse, I, I left my purse there. And the girl's like, okay, do you remember what room you were in? And I was like, it was 224, 225. I don't remember which one. My sister had the other one. Um, but I was just there this last weekend. And, uh, but not last weekend, because it was a full week mm-hmm. <laughs> that I did not know that I didn't have this purse with me. And so uh, I was like, she's like, okay. And then what kind of purse is it? <laughs> and I was like, it's a black and pink Louis Vuitton <laughs> crossbody. Like, I was mortified that it took me a week to remember that this purse is not there. So she's like, all right, uh, let me see what I can do. Um, I'll call you back in 30 minutes. So 30 minutes later, she calls me back and she's like, Miss Anderson, we have your purse. (gasps) Oh my gosh. (laughs) The relief that went through my body. I was like, okay, well, I don't get off of work till five. It will probably take me until seven to come get it. But can I come get it? And she's like, yeah, we'll just keep it up here at the front desk with us. And this like safe that's up here, like we'll keep it and. And you can come get it at any point. Like you don't have to wait for housekeeping to be here. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then I guess Katie had been telling Nick about all of what was going on. On top of that, we've got people calling out at work. I'm trying to do this and like have peace. Cause I didn't sleep the whole night. I like just didn't get any sleep. Cause I'm yeah. like, worried about this purse. So sweet Nicholas sends me a text and he's like, Hey Ivy, uh, the girl at the front desk at the Hilton just says that you need to tell them that. I can come pick up the dress, the pick up the purse and uh, 
then they'll give it to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? Like, so he was like, well, it just, I have the day off. And so I can drive the 30 minutes to go get it instead of you driving yeah. to go get it. And I was like crying again. <laughs> <laughs> so then I call and I'm like, hi, my name is Ivy. I was just calling uh, because I just wanted to, you know, tell. And she's like, yeah, your brother-in-law's already called a couple times. And I was like, <laughs> that's, that's so, so cute. And I was like, okay, well, uh, this is his name. He can come get it. Like, and she was like, okay. So then he called me when he got it and he was like, let me open it up and like tell you what's inside so I can tell you if anything's missing and it was yeah. all still in there like honestly the biggest miracle of my life <laughs> like and I was like I'm not like it's a it's just a thing like it's okay but I was like I I'm not okay <laughs> right 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 so then when I got it back and it was all in there and it was all everything was fine I was like <sighs> yeah so anyway shout out Hilton Rockwall <laughs> yeah and Nick is the Nick is the best brother-in-law, son-in-law. I I don't I couldn't ask for somebody better to have joined our family. Yeah, you know, and um, like Thanksgiving, we were talking about some of the stuff I've just been going through. You know, like personally with my family, and he was like, "Hey, look, we're moving to uh, you know, Fort Worth side of the Metroplex here in just a couple of weeks." He's all, "If you want to meet up at any time and go get a drink." <laughs> He's like, I would be happy to. I would be happy to be a sounding board and you can be a sounding board for me and it's going to be great. And it was just, it was so cute. It was so sweet. My kids, you guys, the ones of you so far that have found partners, you've done a smack up job. (laughs) The ones so far. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, the pilot just texted me. Oh, see, you're finding good partners too. You're doing a good job. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Um, anyways, yeah, Katie's weekend, wedding weekend was the best. I was just sad that all my cousins left and my best friend. Yeah. But I was like, I actually almost cried when Allison walked in. (laughs) Cause we were waiting to go get all lined up and stuff and I think we were actually waiting to go take pictures or something. Anyways, I saw Ben first and I was like, if Ben is here, Allison is here. And I'm like whipping around and she was like walking right towards me. But I was like, ah! <laughs> like I'm, I'm telling you, when I saw Terry, I was not expecting to cry like I did. But we hadn't seen each other in well over a decade. Yeah, that's and atrocious. Oh, but- I was just like, I was a blubbering mess. We're like, we're not letting this happen ever again. So, yeah. I mean, I talk to Allison every day, just like yeah. I talk to Terry every day. Yeah, and I've I have seen her once in the last year, but like, I was like, oh my god, my makeup! Like, I'm gonna cry everywhere. And then my fa- one of my favorite pictures. There, I have a lot of favorite pictures from Katie's wedding, uh-huh. but one of my favorite pictures is Katie's dancing with Dad, and it's so cute. But in the background. <laughs> Allison and I are discussing I don't know what (laughs) but the look on both of our faces in the background of this picture Lisa was like I honestly want to blow that up and put it in our office like she's like it's just so good because like this sweet beautiful moment is going on and you and Allison are like (laughs) I was like honestly same like I would same I want that but um it was just it was a great weekend and then it I really was that night we went up to the ho- we were at the hotel and I texted Allison I was like what room number are you in and yeah. I just like walked up there got in the bed with them <laughs> like talked to them and then I was like all right and at one point Ben was like if you're gonna sleep in here can you at least move to the side <laughs> and I, was like, <laughs> I was like I'm not sleeping in here I have my own bed downstairs like 
so good. But I thought about it. I did think about it. And and I was almost texting Courtney and was like, just let Quintus and Patty sleep in my bed. Like, uh, I'm going to sleep <laughs> up here with Allison in bed. <laughs> they would have been okay with it. Totally okay with it. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but I was, I had to go make an appearance at the after party. And I was oh, like, Allison, yeah. you want to go? And she's like, I'm in my pajamas already. I'm not going to an after party. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then I got the, I got the wedding certificate from Katie and held onto it while they were on their honeymoon very cool so nick and i traded the wedding license for my purse <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, yeah it was good it was a super super great weekend and i i hope that she was happy with it because i thought that it was a super fun night it, it was both nights were really fun the rehearsal dinner was a blast and it was so much fun getting to kind of hang out with everybody. And there were a, a couple of different spots. It was supposed to be outside, but due to bad weather, um, it was inside. So they accommodated as best they could. They had different seating areas. And so you could just kind of wander around from yeah. each seating area and, you know, talk to family and friends. The and TCU game was on versus yeah. ET. So we were watching that. It, it was just, it was a really good time. There was one point, though, where I thought I was going to be eating an onion ring and somebody realized it was, it was calamari. calamari. Yeah, before I ate it. I didn't know it was calamari. I thought it was onion rings too. And I mm -hmm. was like looking at it because I couldn't figure out why it was all so small. Yeah. This truck just keeps like going in circles outside. I think they're looking for a spot to park, but it's just like really throwing me off. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so anyways, I was like, that's not an onion ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I was with the, your grandma, Anderson, and she was like... She's all, this is weird. She's like, it doesn't really taste like an onion ring. And I think that's when I was like, oh, oh it must be calamari. Yeah. So it, we, like the drinks were super good. I was yeah. just cracking up because I was laughing so hard because we were all sitting up together talking. And then we all went downstairs for some reason. I don't remember why. And we're standing there. And I was like, how long do you think before our parents realize that all of our, all of the cousins are standing here? like minding our business and it was like two seconds after that that then grandma was like oh my gosh and then tracy was like let me take a picture of you guys and i was like <sighs> I, knew. <laughs> I knew it was coming because it, we had too long we had gone with just all of us standing there talking to each other yeah and uh i was cracking up because the end of the night kyle's like brian's like all right kyle let's go and david was like let's go where and brian was like to my house and David was like, no, Kyle's staying at the house with us. And I was like, oh, I hate that. <laughs> so uh, Quintus and Patty, though, stayed with Brian and Teresa, and that was very cute. Oh, awesome. And so it was fun. Oh, so Kyle didn't go with Brian? No, Kyle had to stay at the house oh. with, with Uncle David and Grandma and Grandpa. Oh, no. But it was kind of funny. So. I mean, it's that is funny and cute, but... Yeah, no, anyway, it was really a good time. Yeah, it was so, so much fun. I was driving Courtney and Tyrell back to the airport and I was mm -hmm. like, I kind of hate that you guys have to go home. And then Brian, after Patty and Quintus and Patty left the next day and went, after they left, Brian sent a text to the group chat and he was like, um, you guys could just all come back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's just fun to be around each other even though yeah. the last few times we've been around each other it has been pretty chaotic because it's like go 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 right tears birthday katie's wedding like yeah it would be nice if they lived closer so that you guys could just hang out like casually yeah yeah so maybe one day we'll mm -hmm. do that but it was a great 
great weekend. I have zero complaints. Awesome. So every once in a while, you know, I have like a hard time sleeping and it'll take me a few days to realize I'm having a hard time sleeping and then I'll be like, oh, maybe I should take some melatonin. Yeah. And so have you ever taken melatonin? No, because it doesn't work for me. Okay. So I've taken it a few times and I have noticed that I have bizarre dreams when I take melatonin. And this last time I took it was the time I decided I was never going to take it again because I had a dream that, um, I don't know, I was going somewhere with my pals and I was like, oh my gosh, my hair is like really weird. Like, is this like a bald spot? And I'm like looking at my hair and I was like, okay, well, maybe if I just cover it, like nobody will notice that this is a bald spot. And then I was like, wait, there's something else here. And like another thing over here. And I was like, oh, my hair's like Cynthia on Rugrats. <laughs> and I like was all, I was like so upset. I was all, no hat is going to cover this. No, nothing is going to cover this. Like what in the heck am I supposed to do? Oh, no, no, I was no, so, no, no. I was so upset. I woke myself up. Listen, there are a few things that I'm vain about. My hair is one of them. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and so I was like, that's it. I'm never taking melatonin again. I will just lay here all night, eyes wide open, rather than dream of my hair falling out. Can you not hear yourself? No, sorry. Oh. I was like, I can turn up your headphones because you are screaming <laughs> oh, into sorry. the abyss. Didn't mean to scream into the abyss. It was just I was feeling a, a certain way about <laughs> that kind of dream. It was terrible. Terrible. The only other thing that I've really been up to lately is I got a new piercing. So Tell me all about it. Lisa has uh, one ear that has been curated by some people in New York. Uh-huh. And one of her earrings fell out. And so she needed to go get a new earring. And the only place I could think of that was going to be able to do anything about it was that was Royal One Tattoos on Camp Bowie. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went one night and she was like, you know, this is what it looks like. And he was like, I think it's closed back up. Like, let me see what's going on. And do you want anything else? And she was like, well, I want another piercing. And she's like, Ivy, you're getting something right. And at first I was like, no. And then I was like, actually, yes. But I don't know what I would get because I have like it the way that I kind of want it. And I was like, I... Aaron used to be the piercer at Royal One and he was kind of a weirdo, but he also would just be like, this is what I think you should do. And I was like, perfect. Great. This new guy, Isaac, he is very good, but he will not tell you like, yeah, if I'm like, oh, like he'll, if I say, do you think this kind of piercing would work? He'll tell you yes or no, but he won't be like, oh, what about this? Or what about that? Like, he's just kind of like, if you don't know what you want, then you don't know what you want. Right. Which annoys me because your job is to be like, I think this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. you're not the tattoo artist you don't go to tattoo artists and say oh whatever just do whatever i mean maybe people do some people but do. like i think that's that's a no you're the piercer you need to just tell me what kind of piercing i need <laughs> anyway so we we he, we go in he looks at lisa's ear he's like let me just see if i can put a new earring in and if it works then we don't have to worry about it and so it did <clears throat> which was good so he he did that one for her and then he did um, two hoops on the side of her ear and they look so cute. And so I was like, well, I have this one on the side of my ear already, but I, I've been wanting a hoop in it because I don't like the way that this earring sits in it. And he was like, well, what if we move that earring into your conch and then we do a hoop on the side? And I was like, done. So he did it and it was, it looks really good in my opinion. Um, I it's agree. A super fun one. And then, uh, 
I now I've got this one hoop and I think I need to go get a second hoop done. And then maybe I'll be done getting piercings, but probably not. They're just fun. They really are. And uh, speaking of tattoos and piercings, though, we were at dad's house and we're all talking and Courtney was like, I want this tattoo. And Tracy was like, well, I want this tattoo. Let's just all go together and get tattoos. And I was like, Katie will actually murder us if we go get tattoos without her. (laughs) Yes. There will be be hell to pay if we go do that. And Quintus was like, we're going to get family tattoos. And I was like, we're going as a family to get tattoos. (laughs) We're not all getting matching ones. And Tracy was like, well, what would you get? And I was like, I already know what I would get. I already have the design in my head. I just don't know where I would put it. And I don't know that I'm brave enough to get it yet. Yeah. But I know what I want. Yeah. So (coughs) that was fun. Uh, I know the next tattoo that I want. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... I want to do some of the artwork from the cookbook from grandma. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And then I've got, I think, a card that says, I love you. And, and then mom. And so I'll put that with the little artwork. I think I want to do the little. The chicken from Chicken Divan. <laughs> the chicken, little chicks, or the, the ducks and the hearts. I do like the ducks. Yeah. I almost said the ducks first because I think that's what I would do. Because uh, it's pretty iconic, Rosemary. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Um. The only other thing that I uh, I learned about myself over the past month and a half is that I talk to myself a lot. A it's lot. It's a sign of genius. Yes, I, I understand this. But I talk to myself all day, every day. And um, I had my windows replaced earlier in the year. Sorry, it was me. Oh, okay. And, uh, it's my sister's birthday and I'm trying to see uh, yeah. something about that. Okay. So uh, anyway... Um, I had my windows replaced. I actually was kind of like late last year. No, it was earlier this year. And um, so now I have the ability to have my windows open all of the time because they all work and they're not painted closed and they're gorgeous windows. I love them so much. So um, I have my windows open as often as I possibly can. And the other day I was like talking to myself in my living room, kitchen, somewhere, I don't know where. And all of a sudden I looked outside and my neighbor is standing like he... He has said Parker? No. Oh. No. But Parker has a new boyfriend. (gasps) Parker has a new boyfriend? Yes. Okay. Wild. So uh, my neighbor's across the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always catch me doing some dumb ass (laughs) shit when I get out of my car. They're always sitting out there and they've got a little table and two chairs and they sit out there, um, smoke their cigarettes. But it is also kind of nice because. Um, they're always kind of keeping an eye like I do. There is a certain sense of safety that I feel because they under they know what's going on like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I look up and he's just looking at me smiling and I was like, oh, yeah, he, catch, he catches me doing some dumb ass shit when I get out of my car to go to your house. I'm like talking yeah. to myself. I'm throwing bags around. I'm counting phone keys, purse, wallet. Like, yeah, I'm still singing the song I was listening to. Like he always catches me. And you'd think I would remember by now that he's standing out there. Yeah. But no. Yeah. No. And, and a few weeks ago, pro- a couple of months ago now, Katie let me know that one of my like reverse lights is out, but she didn't tell me the reverse light was out. She just said, one of your back lights is out. And I was like, well, which one is it? Mm-hmm. And so then uh, like he was sitting out there one day and I was like, oh, let me ask him. And so I was like, you know, hey, can you tell me like what lights are out? And so we t- test my brake lights working. We test the just, you know, night on lights working. Test my tickers working. And then I was like, okay, maybe it was just like a fluke. Maybe she just caught it weird. 
And so then I go to like back out of the driveway and he's all, hey, it's your backup light. <laughs> so he helped me out with that. It was great. Uh, I had a, I, I was thankful for his help. And so I keep thinking I need to, to swap that light bulb out. And one of these days I will. It's so easy. I know it is so easy. I just keep forgetting about it. I just don't think about it. I'm a master at doing that kind of stuff for my car now. I yeah. do it all the time. I was irritated about the brake light situation, but it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yep. Is it time for thanks for the memories? It is. Yeah. I had a little TikTok made me buy it because TikTok's made me buy a lot of stuff. But the thing that I bought, I have not used yet. So I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, thanks for the memories. I've been up to some things. Uh-huh. I've been up to some things. So I, uh, well, let's just, let's, let's just start with a quick little recap. My grandparents were in town, obviously for Katie's wedding. Uh-huh. And, uh, while they were in town, we reached a total of seven times that they asked me about when they would be coming for my wedding. Oh my goodness. Or one time of asking me when I was going to have kids. And that does not include the two times, three times that they asked Allison at <laughs> katie's wedding dang when not just my grandparents not my no getting married Mm. just the one time for the kids but uh it wasn't it was my grandparents once and my cousins twice about wow they were like trying to grill allison for information dude as soon as i sat down at that table they were grilling me yeah i was like wow so allison said that they like asked her a million questions and then they did come and ask me too well leanne did because i was talking to leanne Mm -hmm. but uh Anyways, it was just, it was wild. My grandma also did call me out on telling my aunt to go fuck herself. (laughs) Um, And I told her that I will not apologize. (laughs) Absolutely. So that was uh, fun for me to deal with. (laughs) Um, I will, I will say that for Brian's wedding and not that I think that Katie should have done this because it shouldn't have even had been an issue, but Brian told uh, grandma and grandpa if they brought it up at all, they were getting kicked out of the wedding. So they didn't bring it up one time for Brian's. <laughs> um, so I guess I have to resort to having everybody, whatever function it is, you have to threaten grandma and grandpa because that's the only way. But you're, yeah, it's not going to happen. My favorite was your grandma telling me she was happy I could make it to my own daughter's wedding. <laughs> I was like, okay, lady, you're getting a pass because you're old and we're at Katie's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyways, that was that was fun. But <laughs> as a result of that, I kind of upped the ante on my dating app situation. Uh-huh. So I'm swiping through Bumble the other day and I match with this guy and I it, he said I'm looking for something very specific, so just be yourself and I'll let you know like if that's. And I was like, this is activated the competitive part of my brain that mm-hmm. I'm like what is it that you're looking for? And I honestly, I don't really care, except that I just want you to tell me that I have it. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, well, I just, we'll see. So we matched, we talked, we were exchanging some messages and he's like, you know, let me have your number and we'll, we'll make a date of it. And I was like, I can appreciate the moving past the, the dating app and not asking for like my social media or something like, you know, right. So he texts me, it's an 805 number. Hey, I'm nice. like, oh, where in California are you from? Because I don't often see 805 popping up. And mm-hmm. he's like, born and raised Thousand Oaks. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, good for you. Yeah. So uh, he's like, let's like, what day are you free? So I'm like, well, I'm free Saturday night or I'm free. Where are you going? Go, oh, free, fine. Um. well, I'm just like wondering what was going on. Oh, go so <clears throat> 
I'm like, uh, so he says, what day are you free? I said, Saturday or next week. He's like, Saturday it is like, let's do it. So we, he's like, do you want me to cook or would you like to like go get coffee? And I was like, I would like to go get coffee. So he's like, cool, fine. Here's the Starbucks we're going to go to. Great. We pull up. It's the Starbucks at East Chase inside the Target. (laughs) And I was like, um, you were by my house. Yeah. I was like, how (laughs) intriguing. I was like, do you know that this is inside of Target? Like, are you also headed to Target? Because I don't like, I, I, that's where I am. So if that's not, and he's like, is it inside Target? (laughs) He's like, I just looked in the Starbucks app and usually in the Starbucks app, it'll tell you that it's inside Target, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but I was like, my brain starts tingling because why the East Chase Target is one of the only targets that has a Taylor Swift album in stock. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, great. While we're here, I'm going to buy this CD. So we go into Starbucks and as we're walking up, like I'm wearing my thigh high boots and some tights and just like a sweater. So I'm not wearing anything like super fancy. This man is wearing sweatpants. Yes, <clears throat> you heard that correctly. Sweatpants. So, uh, I don't know what's in this juice, but it's weird. It's um mad tasty. <laughs> Unicorn tears. That's what's in there. Yeah, not great. Um, so anyways, we go and we order Starbucks and we're sitting there talking and he's like grilling me for information. And I was like, what an odd date that I've, that I'm on right now that I like this is happening, but okay. So I'm answering him and he's asking me like what I'm looking for and what I want and things like that. And I tell him like, oh, there's not like a checklist in my head of things. There's just certain things that I know that I do not want. And there's certain things that I know that I do want. But other than that, it's kind of like I'm not trying to limit myself. And he's like, interesting. And so then we finish our drinks and he's like, well, let's go like, let's go somewhere else. And I was like, okay, except that in the back of my head, I'm like, I want this CD. (laughs) And so, so did you say, can we go walk around Target for a minute? No, I was like, okay, like, let's just see where this is going. So we go to our next location, which is just, it's called on tap. It's in Arlington. It's literally the whole setup is just a bunch of beers on tap and sangria (laughs) and like other drinks. Anyway, so we're sitting there and he orders his drink and then we're sitting talking and he starts asking me all this stuff again. And I'm like, this is such an odd conversation that we're having, but okay. And then he tells me, uh, what you're looking for is it doesn't exist. And I was like, no, yes, it does. And he's like, no, go to this website, type into Google, the female delusion calculator. And that's when I should have told him to shove off. (laughs) (laughs) Except that I was like so shocked by the whole situation that I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So then he, I go to the website, I pull it up. It has you sort all these factors, height, weight, like not weight, but like obesity or not, but obesity is BMI over 30, which is a subjective number, which is, so you can just rule that out. Right. Uh, race, Um, and then how much money you want that person to make? Cause he kept asking me that. And I was like, I don't like, I have a lifestyle that I like, but there's not like in my head, I'm not like, Oh, you need to make this white truck is back wild. There's not, uh, there's not like a number that I think that you should have. And so he was like, just put it in. And I was like, okay. So I just put it in to match my salary. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so it comes back and it says, 0.5%, 0.5%, half a percent of men fit that criteria. And he's like, you see half a percent. And before I can even calculate, like, I'm like, well, I want to know where these numbers come from. Like, where is this statistic coming from? Because I, number one, am smart. And number two, uh, I took statistics. So I'm like, where, like, let me see where the data is coming from. Cause like, mm-hmm. what is this? It's coming from the census, 
which okay except that the census if you look at that percentage that's like 250,000 people still but before I can even like spew all that out he's like takes my phone (gasps) plugs in what he's looking for and he's like that's 50% of women and he's like so what makes you different than the 50% and I was like I I don't (laughs) like I was so baffled (laughs) Yep. That I was like, I, what? Like, why would you, why would you say that to me? Right. And I was like, I, like, I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I, apparently I fit the criteria of 50% of other white girls. So <laughs> like what, <laughs> what? Except I guess if you put in my exact statistics, it probably would have been different, but it was just what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so then I was like, this, this is just what? So we leave, right? We, I go home. It's too late for me to stop back at Target. So I've missed my opportunity to get the Taylor Swift CD, but I go home and I, the next morning I wake up and he sends me this text message and it says, good morning. And I was like, that's very odd. Right. Why would you text me? Good morning. Yeah. And so I was like, whatever. So I like, I said something about like, good morning, have a great day. Kind of like, right. That's it. We're done talking. So then he sends me another text later in the day and no, the next day he sends me another message Mm -hmm. and he says, so now we're on Monday. He sends me a message and it says, good afternoon, Ivy. You better text back. Excuse (laughs) excuse me. So what do I say? Maybe you should text the other 50% of women. (laughs) I I just left it at that. This man texts me last night. What? No, he did not. Last night he sends me a text. Hey, Ivy, what are you up to? About five foot ten. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? What? Excuse me? So I just couldn't. I could not. Anyways, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon while I'm getting these texts from him and I'm like, whatever. I'm about to start cleaning up my apartment because I'm like, I don't have anything else to do. Uh, I get a text and it just says, why is it so cold here? (laughs) And I was like, what? And then the next text is like, maybe I brought it with me because the pilot was in town. Yeah. And I was so excited. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up (laughs) (laughs) because uh, I was getting to the point with him where I was like, I either need to meet him and like decide or Mm -hmm. I need to just stop talking to you because like, I'm going to like, I don't know what's going on here. Mm hmm. So he, I was like, shut up. Are you here? And he's like, yes, I am. And I was like, Ugh. so I'm like, well, do you want to go do something? Like what? Are, I don't know. Like how long are you here? Is it like a layover? Mm-hmm. Are you overnight? Like what's the deal? And he was like, uh, I am overnight. So I, he's at the airport that they use for the, I mean the hotel that they use for like all the air people stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, do you want to like go get some food or you want to go do something? So we decide we're going to go to free play in arlington which i 10 out of 10 recommend free play in arlington always a good idea i mean free play in general is just like a fun place to be Mm -hmm. um but i was like you know there's all these options we could go do this we could go do that or we could go do this and i was like oh and six flags is open and he's like isn't it a little cold for six flags and i was like first of all never second Mm -hmm, aren't you from like michigan or something like what do you mean right (laughs) isn't this like shorts weather for you (laughs) 
So he's like, no, let's go to free play. And so that's what we went and did. So I uh, was like, well, do you want to like Uber or do you, are you like, okay, if I come, like, do you want me to come get you? Like, what are you comfortable with? Cause mm-hmm. we had, at this point we've been talking long enough that I felt comfortable with going to get him. Cool. But I didn't want to be like assuming anything. So right. he was like, I can Uber or if you want to come get me. And I was like, I can come get you. Like, it's not a big deal. So I went and got him. We went to free play. We're playing all these games. And he's like, you're really good at things. <laughs> And I was like, I was dominating him in a lot of the games. Like, <laughs> I was like, uh, well, Mortal Kombat is my actual jam. Mm-hmm. We played some that I'd never played before that were kind of fun. We did like the racing ones. We played pinball. Turns out I'm actually a pinball wizard. Who knew? <laughs> just um, like the song. Yeah. And I was like, this has just been really like a fun day. Mm-hmm. Not, well, yeah, it was like a few hours. Yeah. Several hours. And then sweet boy, he was like, my friend developed, he's like, I didn't know you were so into video games. And I was like, I really, like, I really enjoy them. It's what we did growing up together. Mm -hmm. Like I like, it's just fun for me. And so then he was like, uh, well, my friend developed this game. And so my other friend and I have been like beta testing it. Do you want to see it? And I was like, okay. So like I went up to his room he travels with his xbox which i think is adorable (laughs) i was like you brought your xbox with you and he was like well i don't always travel with like fun crews and so if i'm not gonna go out with the crew then i just stay in my hotel room and play video games nice and i was like this is the cutest thing i've ever heard in my life (laughs) because like also you brought it here and you had no like i guess not knowing if i was gonna even like show up or or answer yeah. yeah and so uh so he was like, let me show you this game. So he showed me the game. But at that point I had the worst migraine because I had one starting. And so I went and bought a Red Bull and Excedrin and I was, I drank the Red Bull and thought I'm okay. I don't need the Excedrin. Yeah. But I, I needed the Excedrin. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, this is so bad. So like the poor kid is trying to show me this game and then show me this other like racing game. Cause we've been playing race, the racing games at the thing. So of course he's like, oh, let me show you this other one. I was going to vomit. The motion of those games was making me so sick that I was like, there was like a a bench at the end of his bed and I was like laid, like sprawled out on this bench Mm -hmm. because I was like, I am actually dying. Like, yeah, I was like, I really like, well, I guess you have to get a certain amount of sleep as a pilot. Mm -hmm. So he needed to go to bed anyway. But I was like, I really want to hang out with you, except that I am going to be physically sick. Yeah. (laughs) So I've got to go because I need to go find like a burger and I need to eat this. I need to have this Excedrin and I need to like hope to God that I don't vomit on my way home. Right. So I felt very bad that that was the way that that had to end. (laughs) But you've kept in contact. But he's been texting me since then. And so his like base airport is going to change to DFW in like two months. So then he'll be down here more often. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, very but cool. He just texted me just now. So that was exciting. I like that. He I texted like me it. last night because the TCU game was a complete. Uh, they couldn't stop scoring. Yeah, they were so I good. I saw your text. I was like, oh, she's right. Such a she's good, so right. Such a good game for like just a fun football game to watch. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad for Iowa State because I feel like at that point, like really, dad and I were talking about this last night when I called him about my TV fiasco because obviously TCU was going to win that game and then the big 12 championship is this weekend and then then there's going to be like we're top four so hopefully it's like a whole big thing Mm -hmm. and dad was like 
they should have sat them out at like halftime because we were winning at halftime 32 to 14 so i also agree that like the the quarterback you know everybody Mm -hmm. they should have been you're done maybe get through the third quarter okay if you if you feel that it needed to be such a domination because dad and i were talking about it and he was like you know for tcu to stay in the top four because they're not playing anybody who's ranked they need to like really win the next games that's just how mm-hmm. that works mm-hmm. and so i was like yeah that's true so you've got to win by like a large margin all right but once you hit that margin like why yeah let why the are you yeah let these, go in. Bo- these boys who have been wanting to play all season let them go play because like you don't need to win 62 mm-hmm. to 14 but that is what happened anyways <laughs> so he texted me last night and he's like didn't you go to tcu and i was like yes but like what an odd thing to just like randomly text me. And I was like, oh, are you watching this game? And he's like, yeah, but what is your mascot? Oh, how funny. It's the best mascot on like, earth. Yeah, I was like the best mascot ever, Super Frog. And he was like, what? And I was like, because it's the Horn Frog. So he's Super Frog. I was like, I don't understand. What's the question? <laughs> like, University of Wisconsin has a badger. Yeah, I was like, it's, his name is Super Frog. He's a Horn Frog. <laughs> you go like this that's why all the pictures with me and my cousins have us doing that because we were watching the game that night yeah but speaking of watching the game that night i uncle david so we were playing ut the night of the rehearsal dinner right so uncle david's like uh go ut and he's doing this oh my gosh that's a hang loose sign yeah and i was like <laughs> wait what <laughs> and those I, aren't the horns i was like no it's like this and he was like no, that's wrong. I did the horns upside down. I guess I should explain that to people. I went like this and he was like, no, that's it. And I was like, he's like, that's not it. And then my dad was like, it's the other way, but this is how you do the horn frog. <laughs> and so, uh, but I was cracking up because then it made me remember that one time I was like, I don't even understand what is UT's mascot, a donkey. And Allison <laughs> thought that that was the funniest thing. So she was like, yes. <laughs> oh that's awesome so anyway that's that's where we're at i like the pilot he's fun we're hoping for the best with him all right cool yeah want to play some red flags yeah the game of terrible dates much like the to date yeah much like everything else i do okay so first uh perk they're a spin instructor all right okay second working on their fitness a park ranger what a combination. Right? And their red flag is, I'm going to laugh if it's like they hate exercise or animals <laughs> or something. Uh, <laughs> their red flag is that they're an amateur vigilante. <laughs> a vigilante. Wow. Um, I'm going to have to pass on that that combination. I just, how vigilant can a spin instructor be? Right? Maybe at the park park ranger position that's where you're doing your vigilante shit yeah (laughs) okay uh perk always gives you perfect gifts love it yep next perk they're a model oh yeah so good looking and giving you good gifts the red flag god almighty oh they're addicted to prescription drugs okay i can live with that thank you (laughs) what model's not so Love it. I'll take it. Okay, next. <laughs> it's a blank. You make up your own perk? No, I don't trust you to do that. Right? So, <laughs> I, like, I'm all, I can't think that quickly today. 
Um, you also keep trying to read these these upside down. Uh, yeah, I figure it out eventually. <laughs> they are a stunt double. Okay, cute. So athletic, you know, agile, <laughs> able to take a blow. <laughs> um, a blow, not blow. Shh. Um, they love the theater. Oh, nice. Love it. Yep. And <laughs> oh Jesus, <laughs> take the wheel. Okay, so they're stunt double and they love theater, but they're constantly freestyling badly. <laughs> That's the part that had me laughing. <laughs> they're freestyling badly. I could live with that. I, you know what I could do? Because uh, if I had to constantly freestyle, it would be bad for me too. So, <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, they're a YouTube celebrity. Oh, and uh, the CEO of their own company. A shocker. Yep. All right. Red flag. Text exclusively in emojis. I hate that. Nope. You're done. What? I'm not reading a book. Like, right? And, and like, why do people do that? I, You know what? I've seen like, well, you know what? I actually haven't seen it in my own life. But one time when I was listening to the radio, I think it was like Kiss FM years and years and years ago, they were talking about emojis and if the people on the show understood what the emojis like meant, like what is the person trying to say to you? based on the series of emojis that they send and of course that it was jenna she she got it immediately but nobody else did of course not and and i i I would be like just tell me what you want to say i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) there's no need uh one of my very chaotic uh well austin of water parks Mm -hmm. he's everybody in his phone is saved just as an emoji Uh uh-huh that's wild to me Yep, super wild. I tried to do it based on you telling me that story one time, and um, I lasted about a day. I would just, for I want to know who you were. It would make sense to me one day, and then the next day, I'd be like, now I've got to read this whole text thread to figure out who you are. Well, yours made perfect sense, because it was heart, princess, heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Katie's made sense, because it was... Um, what was Katie's? I think it was like sparkle hearts or something. And for me, that made sense for Katie. Okay. And then Brian, Grabnar the Wanderer in my phone, um, nickname he made up for himself one day. <laughs> he's He sent us a group text and was like, from henceforth, I shall be known as Grabnar the Wanderer. And I was like, excellent. You're updated in my phone to Grabnar. And I think I made it like bats or something. But, okay. Yeah. He's back to Grabnar because I was like, this is too much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then imagine like he's a musician who has like a national touring musician. Mm-hmm. So imagine the people that have to be saved in his phone. Yep. And you're just what? Like you're a basketball and he just knows who you are. Yeah. That's wild. But the way his brain works is completely like. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I would pay money to be inside his brain for one day just to see <laughs> how he how he sees the world because i read his memoir oh nice and uh it was very interesting it was very chaotic though (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome well i think this drink worked because it really mellowed me out nice okay let's see Uh, they have the best hair ever love it and (gasps) best sex ever best hair ever best sex ever okay red flag yeah they're afraid of sunlight I can live with it. You're an actual vampire. It's fine. You're like, I'm in. Oh, I always wanted to date a vampire. (laughs) That was five of them. Did you want to do any more? No. 
Okay. I think that's it. Okay, cool. What do we got for Music Minute? Music Minute. So, um, Halloween. Whoa. We're talking about current music. Oh, shoot. I think we've had a show since Halloween, too. Maybe we haven't. Uh, no, this was Halloween. Um, the Methinks had a show along with the spectacle. Uh, yes. At Because you were Lola's. at one and I was at Division with yes. Katie. Yes, yes. And while at this show... I'm walking towards the, the Lola's has um, an indoor, like their main bar. And then they've got an outdoor, like a little, a little, it's almost like and a little she shed. they have a horrific parking situation. They have uh, the parking situation. I have not found to be too terrible, but some people find it hard. Um. Anyway, it is rough because it's right by that game place. Yeah. Yeah. Barcadia so, or whatever it's yes, called. Yes, I think that is what it's called. Maybe not. Um, it's not. Anyway, I'm walking towards this bar and all of a sudden I see this man look me straight in the eye, fall straight backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, the spike that just happened. I'm so sorry, everyone. Oh my God. And I was like... Oh my gosh. And 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 it looked like maybe he hit his head on the railing. I I don't know. All, all of his friends like like ran around him and I was like, "Oh my gosh. <laughs> you almost killed him." So <laughs> I'm like, "Uh, like so Dustin comes walking up to me for something and I was like, "I need Peter." And he's like, "What? Like why?" And I was like, "Where is he?" And he, so he tells me where he is. And I was like, "Peter, this man just looked me dead in the eye and just fell backwards." I was like, "I don't know what happened. I don't know if he's had too much to drink. I don't know if he's had a heart attack or a stroke." And I was looking super fly that night. I was, I, I was looking good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that you you look so stunning which i believe you look so stunning this man just passed out (laughs) exactly so goals (laughs) so okay so peter like people are surrounding him peter is a nurse in the emergency department and then their drummer is also a nurse um at a hospital like in dallas so they both go like over to this man and they're trying to like assess the situation 911 has been called um, and he, the, the man like sits up and he's kind of like a little bit disoriented and stuff. And then he passed out again. My and I was God. like, oh my gosh. And so the paramedics finally get there and the owner of Lola's smart man, he's like, he needs to go to the hospital no matter what is going on. He needs to go because he passed out, you know, while he was here, like wh- whatever the situation is. So the first responders like assess the situation for a very long time. The me thinks are way late getting on stage. And um, finally they're like, okay, he's good. And they let him stay. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, even though Brian, but I guess the guy, you know, he does, he was, he was able to like conscientiously say, you know, no, I don't want to go anywhere. I, you know, I'm okay. I, I can make this decision. Um, but I was like, wow, that's kind of ballsy, but it was somebody who they all like, I guess know really well. So if he said he was okay, like he was, okay. oh, he was not some just random dude on the street. Right. He was Got somebody, it. somebody who they all knew. Um, but anyways, after that, the number of people that came up to me and were like, we heard you almost killed this man. 
<laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, what? No, I was just walking to the bar. Like, I don't know what happened. I think, Stunning. Yeah, I think that he just had some sort of, I don't know, something. Maybe he did have too much to drink and he just, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It, oh, but but so the number funny. of people that were like, you almost killed this man. And like, even like weeks later, I would go like someplace and people would be like, I heard you almost killed somebody at Lola's. And I was like, holy mackerel. Fort Worth famous. Yep. <laughs> exactly. For almost attempted murder. Yeah. So nice. um, the other thing is yesterday, every November, a man named Andrew um, and his wife, they've got property out in um, Romney. They hold a thing called No Fest, and they've been doing it since like 2005, 2006. Yeah. When they bought the property. Um, and they have bands go out there, and you can camp, and it's, it's all sorts of fun. And I heard about it probably in, I don't know, maybe 2010, 2011, and um, didn't totally get it, like what was going on. And, you know, people were like, oh, it's so cool. I wish I could go. And I was like, oh, okay. But finally, yesterday, I was able to go. And uh, so Andrew and his wife bought what essentially is an old um, church and boys' home mm-hmm. and um, have slowly but surely over the years been transforming it and, like, remodeling it um, into a space where they can live and where like bands can come and play and they can do these this music festival like each year and they they do it every year the Thanksgiving weekend so you can go on Friday and go home on Sunday it was really really cold but there were people that were out there camping and I was like man more power to you I just went out for the day (laughs) um but he had a a bunch of people that uh so Big Heaven played um and a few other bands, people that I know, love, respect highly. And then he did like, there was an art installation this year. Oh, cool. And it was, uh, I can't, for whatever reason, I can't remember what it was called, but it's whatever I sent. Like I, I posted about it yesterday. That was what the art installation was called. And um, so he, the, the Everybody who went and like paid for a ticket, like people who were performing could go out and camp and stuff for free. But people who like were friends of or whatever, they paid for their tickets. But you also you got like a, a flyer for No Fest. And he is a um, he does screen printing. Like uh-huh. He makes T-shirts and, and all sorts of stuff. But uh, the screen print of this, I, I was like, oh, this is like, it's so cool. But like, I, I was like, I don't understand what it, what this is. And then I like really looked at it and I was like, oh, this is wicked. It's a map of the house. And cause like the floor plan, the floor plan. And, and it's so cool. So like you walk in the front doors of this old church and there's, it's just, you know, like there's a bathroom here and there's a bathroom there and there's some, you know, like offices here. And then you walk in to like you walk through a hallway and into what was like the sanctuary or the chapel there's a big wall but if that wall wasn't there the sanctuary goes all the way and like there's a like a cutout and stuff like you can see like there's another room that's like their main their master bedroom or whatever Mm -hmm. um and then you go down a hallway and there's they call it the linoleum it's like a big linoleum like dining room um but they had like bands set up there 
And just past the dining room is a kitchen, which this was the first year the kitchen was working. They had like finally gotten that all like remodeled. And so people just brought food like for everybody to eat. And so that's cool. Yeah, it was really pretty cool. There was like a big pot of chili that was going all day. There was, you know, snacks and stuff on tables and there was drinks and there's like kind of refrigerators all over the place that were full of drinks and stuff. And then um, down another hallway where this art installation was, it was all these like dormitories. So there was like built in beds and closets and there's probably six or seven or eight of them. And at the end of that hallway is a giant communal like shower and bathroom. And it was wild. It was just wild. But it was so neat. Like it was so cool. And the art was really, really awesome. Um, People were very, it was interesting. And then he had group art projects going on for people to, who were there to participate in. And one of them is, was a big thing. It said, we built this city and you're supposed to draw different types of houses. So I did like an apartment building and I tried to make it look like kind of Basquiat, like just kind of scribbly and messy and like the little smokestacks up or the chimneys up at the top of the building. And somebody else did a little house with a tree and a chimney and smoke coming out of it. And then, um, there, there was just all sorts of different little houses. And then another one was a bunch of different squares and people were asked to just put like, you know, whatever you feel like in your square. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really, really fun. It was really cool. And he's hoping, you know, as more people go, because it used to be really kind of big, and then um, it got a little bit out of hand. And then with COVID, they, like, didn't do it for one year. And then the next year it was maybe even virtual or really small. And then this year he opened it up to a little bit more people. But he's like, I hope that as people – come out here and they pay you know to come that that will allow us to do more things that will allow us to have more people and to make it bigger and have it be a bigger community and it was it was really fun it was really fun talking to him and stuff and I think that next year um Dustin wants to do like a podcast out there which I think would be super interesting to talk to the different music artists and to the person who's hosting and you know the different artists who have their multimedia stuff up there would be really pretty cool. And they had like this table that had just art supplies all over it, you know, like magazines, glue sticks, markers, paint, pens, coloring crayons, all of these different things. And um, we made collages and stuff. It was really, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. a good, good time. So um, next year, keep an eye out for No Fest and see about going. But there's a show coming up that I do want to plug. And then this is it. Then we're all done. Um, Thank goodness, because I'm tired of talking. <laughs> that that can is really kicked in. <laughs> um, so coming up Friday, December the 23rd is a very itchy Christmas with um, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations, um, Big Heaven, Daryl Sellers and the Trumatics. And it is at the Southside Preservation Hall on Lipscomb Street Street in Fort Worth. That's the place that does the swing dancing lessons. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it is close by. It should be fun. December, Friday, December 23rd. The doors open at 4 p.m. Oh, it's an early show. The, sh- the times are 5, 6, 7, and 8 for the band. Well, I would assume on the 23rd that it would be early. Uh, yeah. So this should be a lot of fun. Uh yeah. If everybody's in town, go check it out. I will not be in town, but go check it out. I will be. 
Fingers crossed. Love you, mean it. Bye.